You're listening to the Wampler McGregor Effect, where we're focused on helping entrepreneurs, young and seasoned, grow their businesses digitally. No matter if you're brand new to the idea of owning your own business or you've been in business a while, it's always good to stay on top of the new trends while covering some of the do's and don'ts of business in a digital world. We will be discussing topics from responsive site design to logos and slogan lines, e-commerce, CRM, and SEO, all the tools to help your business grow. But that's not all. Our purpose is to help and inspire anyone to become an entrepreneur. We will tap into what's holding you back and how to ultimately achieve your personal and professional success. So grab your favorite beverage or snack, unwind, and enjoy. Hey, we're back with another episode of the Wampler McGregor Effect, and we're your hosts. I'm Crystal Wampler. And I'm Duncan Phillips, and this week we'll be discussing building relationships. Relationships are definitely one of the most important keys to your success. It doesn't matter who you are, the chances are you've built relationships throughout your life, whether you know it or not, from your family to your partnerships, or even for your career. In order to get where you are today, you've more than likely had to build on relationships that you've had throughout your life. That is very true. Relationships are a give and take. They require a lot of time to build, especially for any sort of business relationship. Lasting business relationships don't just happen, just like Rome wasn't built in a day. It takes hard work, dedication, and consistent work to keep them going. Mm -hmm. You have to build rapport with your customers in order to gain their trust, and most relationships are built on trust. A deal rarely comes from the first meeting with a prospect. So think about it. Would you ever marry somebody who just smiled at you without even getting to know them first? No, not a chance. I would not. Why? Because just like in business and uh, personal relationships, uh, they act the same way. You can't just approach a potential client in a business sense, smile at them, and think that you're going to be getting that business by the end of that conversation. It's ultimately naive for you to think that. Right. You have to build that foundation first. It's almost like building a house. You still have to put a slab down or concrete pad down or the, the cement bricks. You have to build it little at little bit at a time. Yeah, the foundation comes first. Right. So you have to spend time getting to know getting to know your clients, getting to know um, what they're all about. You have to like what they're selling and you have to believe in them or their product and you have to be genuine about it. You know, relationships, they're a two-way street. You have to be invested in them just as much as you want them to invest in you. Yeah, and I think that's really important because, you know, everybody says fake it till you make it, but the majority of people can tell when you're faking it. So especially if you're tasked with trying to sell uh somebody's products or help market their business if you don't believe in it uh, that's definitely going to come through uh, compared to somebody that actually truly does believe in what they have to offer right right Kristen so how would you say uh, is the best way for somebody to actually build that relationship we got to be authentic. You have to be your true self. You can't bullshit your way. And we've said this in the past, you know, people can tell when you're lying. People can tell when you're not being you yep. and you can only fake it for so long. And I remember um, we were talking about it in the last podcast about that three month in one day. Yes. So you have to be authentic and you might as well because you can't put up a charade for for that long. Yeah, most people, it's just way too exhausting on them. Um, I think that's a really good point. 
Yeah, and you have to find a commonality mm -hmm. because the commonality will really be that icebreaker. So even if you don't have something in common, but if you like something that they're wearing, a scarf or their hair color or, you know, give them a compliment, you know, and let them know that you, you like what they're they're wearing. Um, I can remember I went to a networking event and I didn't know anybody in the room and this woman walked up and she had on this purple scarf. Well, you know, purple's my favorite color. Yes. So I said to her, I said, oh, I really love your scarf. I said, I love that <laughs> color of purple. And she looked at me and she's like, thank you so much. And she introduced herself. It's that way of breaking the ice. So finding a mm. common, you know, a commonality is really key. Yeah, and then I think that kind of goes into um, something else that's really important. So finding those shared goals or visions. Uh, in the example of a client of yours, you both have the same shared goal of helping them grow their business. Because if you help them grow their business, in turn, it's going to help grow yours as well. Uh, so that that common goal, which leads to the vision of whether that's expanding to a new region uh, adding on more locations, uh, adding on different product lines, all of those can uh, come together and help bring that commonality and that common ground as well because both of you guys are working for the same exact goal. It's very true. And, you know, think about when you meet your significant other too. I mean, if you're having a conversation and you're not on the same page, mm. You know, say one wants to have children and the other one doesn't want to have children. Well, that's not going to be a good fit because one's going to be giving more than the other and they're going to be sacrificing. So you want to stay on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, personally, uh, if one wants to go live in Tokyo, uh, that's that's good for them. But unfortunately, I've got business in America to, <laughs> to take care of. Um, so, right. yeah. And then, you know, after dealing with those first three, it really helps to develop a mutual respect between both people. Um, you you learn more about them. You learn what they have to offer, both in business or a personal relationship sense. And in doing so, you create that level of respect because you're both being honest. You both have that common ground, uh, whatever you found. Uh, you've realized what goals you have or visions that are the same, maybe some that are different. Um, and if they're different, then you can either give it time and work together towards uh, something mutually beneficial or realize that, you know, maybe this client isn't perfect for us or maybe this relationship isn't perfect for the both of us and right. try to find something else. And you don't want to land every single uh relationship either because some relationships are not meant for everybody yes. and they come in you know for just a season a reason you know you're going to learn from that as well uh, another good thing is to share some vulnerability you know knowing that you're not alone because whatever issues that you have i'm sure that they have as well um, so if it comes to be that they actually um, are struggling in an area you can actually sympathize and empathize with them because it might have been an area that you too struggled in. Mm, mm -hmm. So letting them know that they're not alone is always great because it's letting them know that everybody out there has the same kind of issues. Yeah, and especially in a modern business sense with COVID, <laughs> um, a lot of businesses, when it comes to that vulnerability, it's going to be the vulnerability of if I can stay in business, if I can outlast 
this virus, these uh, mandates and everything that comes with it. So, you know, having that very raw discussion is something that is paramount when it comes to actually building that relationship. Because Mm -hmm. if you can only talk about the good things, then there's no point. Superficial. Yeah, exactly. So, and also having a network of people to connect them to. So growing your network of people and having a network of people that you can connect them to for other things that you might not be able to provide for them um, is key. Because if somebody's looking for business cards and you don't do business cards, but you know a guy who does, they're going to value that because mm-hmm. they're going to take that. You're a problem solver. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to take that into consideration. And especially um, for us with being in a BNI group, uh, there is a level of commonality that is, you know, across the board understood. Uh, when we pass these referrals, they are taken care of uh, with great diligence. And when it comes to that, people not only thank you for that business relationship, that uh, solving that problem for them, but also the way that they conduct business and will treat your client as well only helps edify you and the other individual. Mm-hmm. And for people who don't know what a BNI is, it's a business network international. So if you don't, if you're not networking um, right now, you can get into a chamber of commerce. You can get into a young professionals group, a Rotary club, things of that nature. And a BNI just happens to be one of those networking groups. Yeah, a coffee hour, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it wants to be named as. Um, and then ultimately, you know, to kind of close things out, you have to get personal. Um, that really goes back to having those raw conversations, having those types of conversations that might not put a smile on your face, but at the end of the day, you're going to be better either prepared for it or uh, your your understanding is going to be more holistic and complete. Very true. Yeah. And then ultimately, you always want to offer them something of value, something for free um, without necessarily asking for something else in return. I know personally... Uh, <laughs> when we had one of our consultations and it was for a website and then that person came right back around and told us that they wanted us to uh, work for them in a different capacity to sell their services. Um, you know, that's something we can do through the website, but that definitely kind of knocked us off our game. It wasn't something we were anticipating and it wasn't that asking something for free. So with us, we always offer a a free demo of what their site could look like on our platform. We offer them a free SEO analysis, uh, no charge, no, no contract, no obligation. Uh, that's something that we do out of the kindness of our hearts mm-hmm. to make sure that these small businesses are as best prepared during the COVID pandemic and just business moving forward as possible. So, um, yeah. And you don't, you don't want to be asking them for anything, uh, right off the bat anyway, because that's just not, that's a bad tone. It does. It does. Yeah. So, um, 
building relationships with those potential clients. It's more or less just like dating somebody as we've been talking about. Right. You're not going to date somebody that you don't trust, somebody who's all about themselves, someone who doesn't have the same goals, someone who doesn't share their personal stories, or someone who's always asking for things and does nothing in return. Mm -hmm. You know, that giver's gain. But it goes back to that client that you were just talking about who essentially he only wanted to talk to us to get us to actually work for him. And he was all about himself. So there was no... There's nothing mutual, really. Uh, he, right. There was, what, maybe five minutes of the 30 minutes of him talking that was probably related to the website if you really wanted to stretch it and be be as considerate with the timing. But right. I mean, just... and I've known that. I've known that guy for a long time, too. So I've known him for our kids used to play soccer together and now they're 24. So we're mm-hmm. talking like since they were like three and four years old. So I've known him for a long time. And he kind of tried to play off of that relationship that we had. But it was not. He it was, was misguided. Yeah, it was misguided, but he was all about himself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when think about when you're in a relationship with somebody and everything is about them and they're gaslighting you and they don't take into consideration your feelings or what you have to offer and it's me, me, me all the time. You don't want to stay in that relationship. Yeah, I want to say out of that 30-minute conversation, by 15 minutes I had checked out. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. um, business, it's it's no different from that uh, just like in relationships. So. Mm-hmm. In our industry, when it's uh, business to business, it's becoming increasingly more personal. So you need to create that commonality. You need to find that common ground. You need to build that relationship because nowadays it's not necessarily the product that you have. It's not necessarily the service that you have to offer. It's the relationship that you have with that end user. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is so true. We sometimes get asked, how do you find clients or potential clients in order to build those actual relationships? So I think our answer is always from the relationships you already have. You know, Mm -hmm. your partner, your family, your friends, socializing. These are the people who already know you and trust you. So don't be afraid to ask them for help. Don't be afraid to ask them for a referral because that's a really great way to start. And um, forgive me because I'm blanking on the term, but it's seven degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. Is that... Is that very kind of true. the philosophy behind it? You don't know who you, you don't know who your friends know or That's your right. family knows. That's so, right. So the only thing you really have to do is just ask. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there there's always going to be those degrees of separation. Um, you don't know if your friend's father is best friends with the CEO of Coca Cola. You don't know if you're if your uncle works for you know the biggest law firm in Manhattan um, that knows P. Diddy. You know, you just don't know. You don't know who people know. Yeah. You know, so you have to ask. But if uh, if you aren't getting anything from that immediate circle of people, whether that's friends or family, then we definitely suggest other networking opportunities as we have said. Uh, chambers of Commerce, BNI chapters, Lions clubs, sports clubs. Uh, honestly, anywhere that you have exposure and the potential to build relationships with people and ultimately uh, have that exposure 
to create those relationships. Right. Think about us parents out there who have little kids. And we were just talking about the soccer field and building those relationships because your kids actually start making friends and they have sleepovers and you get to know these parents. So you don't know who these parents might know. And some of these parents might belong in in these clubs, but it's all networking. It's all getting to know people. It's all building relationships. Like you don't just come out of the womb and already have a relationship built with your aunt and your uncle, maybe with your mother, but you still have to develop that relationship and you have to develop that trust. Yeah. You and know, especially for even things that we haven't listed. Um, you know, if you are at a paintball tournament or you're out at the bar at any time that you have exposure to anybody, that's a potential for networking and building a relationship, getting mm-hmm. to know someone. And ultimately, that one relationship, come to find out maybe a few months down the line, is that big break that you've been waiting for and you never even anticipated it. Right. I mean, I can remember I met my husband in a bar mm. on a bet. <laughs> on a vet on a vet uh, lo and behold yeah my girlfriend bet me uh alabama slammer to go up to him and tell him he looked like eye candy i literally walked up to him tapped him on his shoulder he turns around and he said yes and i go has anybody ever told you you look like eye candy and he, he turns fully around and he's like no and i go well you do have a nice night and i walked away that was it that's all i said and half hour later he came up to me he you know introduced himself who he was what his name was and mm-hmm. You know, I mistakenly gave him my real name anyway. Um, but because, oh. <laughs> you know, when I went out, my name wasn't really wasn't Kristen. But because um, you never know. I mean, there's some creepy people out there. But we're this going back true. 20 years ago. So lo and behold, uh, we built a relationship. We actually got to know each other. We exchanged numbers. He called me. We just started talking and really getting to know each other. I We had no... It was funny because we had no interest in dating each other, but we would ask each other for dating advice when we would go out on dates with other people. Oh, the irony. And uh, then uh, Fast and Furious came out. None of our friends wanted to go see it, so we ended up going to the movies, and we've been together ever since. Mm. Mm. You know, 20 years. Wow. So it's all about, you know, meeting people and building that relationship and just building that foundation little by little by little. Yeah. It takes time. And you never know where it'll lead you. Right. I mean, it took us three months before we ever just got back together in person. And so business is no different. It mm-hmm. takes, you know, a lot of time. It takes seven to 12 contacts with somebody before you actually land a sale. Mm. And that's all building the relationship. Yeah. So obviously from that story, we can... We can say that it's true, but also to bring it to our business, that same concept, we can say that 85% of the business that we've received over the last year or so has come from referrals from these networking groups or opportunities that we've been able to build this strong, strong relationship with. Right. And uh, just recently I was out and I actually asked a friend of mine that I've known for 22 years, I asked her to sub for me and I gave her a whole script to read to sub for me because she is in her own business. And uh, she went to my networking group. She, when it was time to give my speech, you know, my 60 second commercial, uh, she told everybody in the group that I didn't give her one. 
Oh. And I've built up such strong. Yeah. I've built up such strong relationships with everybody in the group that they know me so well that they know how detailed I am that I would not have your visitor come unprepared. Prepared. Correct. So she saw it as an opportunity to talk about her product and her needs. And she was being extremely um, conceited, selfish in that aspect Mm -hmm. because she took no time to build a relationship or even ask to meet with anybody outside of that group or take the time to even network and talk to people and open up. She just went right into her, this is what she offers, this is wow. her product, and that's it. And if you want to order from her, you can find her at da 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 da. And I love it. I love it. But the best part, the best part was after I had asked her like the next day, you know, how it went. And she she said to me, she goes, oh, it went good. Um, somebody cut me off, though. And I said, really? I Who would do that? The audacity. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I said to her, I said, you know, how, how did my 60 seconds go? Was it too long? And she was like, no, yours was nice and short and perfect. Well, lo and behold, she never even read mine. And she flat out told them that I didn't even give it to her. So what do you think happened to that 22-year friendship? Uh, what 22-year friendship? Exactly. In a split second, you know, I trusted her to sub for me, to fill in for me, to give my 60 seconds. And then she would have been able to give her 60 seconds at the end. But instead, she lied and she broke that trust. Mm. You know, not only did she lie to my group and my in my networking group that I've built such strong relationships with, but she lied to me. Yeah. And that puts you, that puts you in a position that jeopardizes potentially uh, all that time that you've spent over the last almost two years building those relationships. Yeah. You know, if I hadn't taken the time to get to know each one of these members Mm -hmm. and invest in their success, then you know, her subbing for me could have ruined further, you know, referral opportunities. Mm -hmm. You know, she spent no time, like I said, getting to know anybody. She missed the whole point about what the group is for. So when we talk about building relationships and landing sales or in business, it all comes from trust. Mm -hmm. So to circle things back, here's some do's and don'ts when it comes to building relationships, both personal and business. So be authentically you. Don't try to be something you're not. Be sure to offer something of value, whether that's information, whether that's um, a free little service. Um, Ultimately, doing that is going to help build that trust and express that you want the best for them. Right. And do that before ever asking for something in return. Be invested in their success, not just your success of landing the client. Mm-hmm. Put their success thing. first. Yeah. And then find that commonality, find that common ground, and then expand and grow upon that. Without doing that, it's going to be an uphill battle in terms of building that relationship. Very true. Very true. So I hope we shed some light on why building relationships is so important. Drop us a line and let us know what you think. Thank you again for listening to this week's podcast. Stay tuned for our next podcast where we'll be discussing why every business needs a website in 2020. See you guys then.